Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Tuesday the 13th of February. We get US consumer price inflation data for January today. The truth about inflation is a complex subject. Entire books could be written on it. The difficulty for economists is turning the headline figure into something closer to the cost of living reality. The largest component of consumer price inflation, at a quarter of the calculation, is owner's equivalent rent. Owner's equivalent rent rose 6.3% year over year in December. Owner's equivalent rent is a price no one pays, no one has ever paid, no one will ever pay. The homeowner inflation it is supposed to capture is rising at 0%. Why does this matter? Because middle-income homeowners are consumers. And if consumers have a lower cost of living than the headline consumer price data suggests, they have more spending power than the headline consumer price data suggests. And it is that spending power that is keeping the US economy on course for a soft landing. Aside from trying to gauge spending power, economists will also need to look at the detail of the data for signs that profit-led inflation continues to erode. The transitory durable goods price inflation is long since over. After 13 months of deflation, it seems very unlikely to be a threat. But the profit-led inflation of retailers is still in retreat, and the pace of that retreat does matter. This should be seen in consumer-facing services as well as in shop prices. Food prices are also worth some attention, partly because these have been subject to margin expansion in particular, but also because of their political significance. This is not the 1970s when the Nixon administration obsessed over the price of hamburger meat, but it is still a politically potent issue. The rounding up of prices has also been a part of the problem, which is why vending machine inflation is so eye-wateringly high. From the United Kingdom, the Office of National Statistics has published labour market data, having previously made it clear that these numbers are still not to be trusted. This is not because the UK is necessarily worse at measuring the position of its labour market than other countries, rather that the Office of National Statistics is perhaps a bit more honest about the problem of labour quality. Average earnings growth, which is not the same thing as wage growth, slowed more or less as expected, with some positive revisions to previous data. The ILO unemployment measure came in a little bit lower. Given the quality problems, this is very unlikely to change much as far as the Bank of England is concerned. There are some sentiment survey noises to distract the credulous. The German ZEW survey of business sentiment does get some attention, but European survey evidence has been consistently too pessimistic about the state of the economy. Meanwhile, the US National Federation of Independent Businesses' small business sentiment poll is due. This has tended to correlate quite strongly to Republican sentiment, reflecting Republican views perhaps more than it reflects economic reality. Republican consumer sentiment is off its lows, but still quite subdued. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only.
As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.